Welcome into Being Jim Davis, a vessel of crotchety id. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Chris, it's the day Tuesday. It's the month January. It's the day of the month 20. Uh-huh. I, and uh, if you would like to know the, the, year, the year also. The year is unspecified. <laughs> You can, you can, uh, no, it's 1981, and today we're reading the 947. If you would like to know the year, send a stamped, self-addressed envelope I considered to being I, Jim Davis. I considered <laughs> saying that, and then I was like, nope, I want this to not go on any longer. Okay, let's, let's go, let's continue. Yeah, so we're reading a Garfield, is what we're doing, mm-hmm. and yeah. I want you to tell me what happens in this 947th Garfield. John, I'll do that now. In today's Garfield. Thank you. John, are, John Arbuckle. I thank you for. Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. God, John Arbuckle <laughs> speaks for all of us. John. John Arbuckle speaks for humanity in response to the sequence of events in today's strip. Okay. All right. So going going in, going right off with our our good use of synopsis, bad use of synopsis. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, what do we think about this? I. I'll I'll I'll, I'll go, okay, I'll go first. Uh, you, you go first. I I like this one. Um, I mm-hmm. feel like it is extremely vague. Uh-huh. It doesn't really describe what happens in the Garfield. <laughs> and you know what, Chris? Uh-huh. I'm not going to apologize for this. I kind of like that. Right. I yeah. I like having a variety of synopses. I like uh-huh. how sometimes they tell you what happens, and sometimes they mm-hmm. just kind of go off on their own kind of bullshit. You know, when you think about it, John, a synopsis that actually summarizes the events of the Garfield, it's a that's a bad use of our time because <laughs> what we're going to do as soon as we finish the synopsis is describe in excruciating detail what happens in the Garfield. Yeah. It's the synopsis <laughs> is possibly the most pointless aspect <laughs> Of this wholly pointless endeavor we're engaged in. No longer true. <laughs> we, this, this, this segment we're doing now <laughs> is, is, is now the, the least uh, whatever you said. Yeah, this segment rivals yeah. the drinks roundup for the most egregious waste of our <laughs> and our listeners' time in Being Jim Davis history. Okay. All right. Strong. And I'm going to say good there. use of synopsis. I'm going to say good use of synopsis. <laughs> okay. Okay. Panel one. Garfield slurps a mug of something. Mm-hmm. Oh look. Okay. Stan Cowpo. Yeah. Fucking uh, Stan Cowpo. It's been a while. Yeah. St- Stan Cowpo. Garfield is slurping a mug of something. Great art there. There's some drippy drops it's, it's, flying it's out. It's been. Th- it's been three days. <laughs> Yep, and John Arbuckle <laughs> is doing a one of his patented single takes, mm-hmm. and I'm going to correct myself, John. Garfield is not slurping that mug. When I look closely <laughs> at the onomatopoeia, yeah, I assumed at first that it said slurp. It does not. It says slup, S-L-U-P. Yep. Yep. John, is slup a real, is that a thing? Chris, I'm going to tell you that in, in three <laughs> seconds. 
Oh, wow, it is. Has been approved by the American Onomatopoeia Society? Slup. The American the, Council of Onomatopoeia. Chris, I'm on the Merriam-Webster page for slup. As am I. Okay. <laughs> to sip or swallow <laughs> as soup or beverage, greedily and noisily. Mm. And then it says uh, colon slurp. There wasn't so a sound at the table synonym? except for Uncle slupping mm. his soup. S- slurp is to make a sucking noise while eating or drinking. So there's slightly right. different. I'm going to do a little bit more research here. Let's definitely do some research on this highly important and contentious issue. Slup. Um, I'm Googling slup v. slurp. I'm glad that you're doing that. Slup v. slurp, John, a famous Supreme Court case. <laughs> um, yeah, they do seem slightly different. Actually, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. Slup here is a transitive verb to sip or swallow greedily or noise and noisily. Yeah. Slurp has two definitions, both a transitive and intransitive mm. definition. The transitive definition is very similar to slup, to eat or drink noisily or with a sucking sound. Mm. That's basically equivalent to to yeah, slup. I, I I feel like there's not really a real distinction. Yep, but slurp also has this intransitive definition to make a sucking noise while eating or drinking. So you can mm. say, you know, you can say he slupped the coffee, mm-hmm. you can say he slurped the coffee, but apparently you can say he, he slurped. Mm-hmm. You can't just say he slupped. It is not an intransitive verb. Well, side note, fuck John. Fuck you, Chris. I, you, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I don't, side I don't note, care about your prescription. Side note, coffee was my uh, direct object I used in that example. That is not an indication that what Garfield was slupping in panel one was coffee. I can neither confirm nor deny that Garfield <laughs> no, was slupping per- coffee in panel one. It, it, per- okay, perhaps, now you say what you want to say. Perhaps we may never know what Garfield was slupping and or slurping. What, you say your thing. I, I, I just said a thing. I, okay. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> podcast pod- over. Podcast over. Um, no, I don't. Have, I like panel one. I like panel one a lot. I don't have too much else to say about panel one. Uh-huh. Um, I like I like the little droplets yep. coming out of the great mug. Mo- great motion lines. Um, I I always like to think that they're like sweat droplets coming off of Garfield because it kind of looks like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it does kind of look. He's, it looks like they're coming off Garfield. He's working hard, you know. Mug. Yeah, it's hard. Hey, yeah. hey, if, you've been slumping in the cave mines all, all day. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's hard work. Fair enough. This is this is a great action shot. Like Jim Davis, I want to say early on, mm-hmm. sometimes struggled to portray uh, a dynamic scene like this, full of motion, mm-hmm. and have it really come off right. Like it, it often, it just didn't quite look like things were moving the way he wanted them to. The you, you, I feel like he struggled during the first year to pull off a scene like this. Oh yeah. But, Panel one today is masterful. Yeah, he's he has become an expert at his craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jim Davis doing yeoman's <laughs> yeoman's cartoonery. <laughs> yeah, today's yeah. panel one. Well, he did just graduate from yeoman school. Yeah. Um, moving he on. He majored in in yeomanry at Ball State University in Indiana. <laughs> moving on to panel two, mm-hmm. Garfield and John continue to stand in Stan Cowpo. Mm-hmm. John uh, 
now holding up a tea bag, which he seems Bra- to have brandishing it. Seems to have produced from under the table. It's <laughs> yes, true. He had it in his lap. It's I guess. True. <laughs> yes. An already un- unwrapped tea bag. Yeah, it's ready to go. Yeah, yeah, it's ready to go. It's got the little uh, little tag on the end. Uh-huh. It's well rendered. Looks to me like English breakfast. Yeah, although the bag itself, actually, now that I kind of zero in on it, doesn't it look like a teeny tiny brown paper bag? Like a like a like a sack. <laughs> like like a sack lunch. Yeah. 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 That <laughs> you is think, a little you bit. Think, how it you looks. think John just has like a really tiny sack lunch that he's about to put in water? I think it w- it would have been very difficult for him to render a tea bag like the mesh material of a tea bag. Yeah in uh uh, with the degree of like he doesn't have access to the kind of fine cross hatching that i think he would need to do to make that come off right well it comes off fine in the shadows well the shadows aren't cross hatching the shadows are like a a shading right Uh, i don't know um it's it's like those little dots yeah, I guess so. It's those little dots, John. It's the Plus, he's dots. already got a shadow in this one, so it would be like yeah, yeah, cross-hatching on top on of the, dots. Yeah, if he put the dots yeah. on the tea, if he dotted the tea bag as well, it wouldn't it wouldn't pop. Yeah, it wouldn't. You wouldn't want it you to not make pop. It pop. Yeah, it's got to pop. Tea yeah. bag to pop. Yeah. Uh, John is saying that was my hot water, Garfield. Panel, Panel two, two name drop. I was going to make tea. To which Garfield replies in thought. And smiling and reaching for the tea bag, quote, I know that. Yeah, reaching for the tea bag with his human hand. Mm-hmm. So this raises the issue, John. Either A, John Arbuckle makes tea with egregiously tepid water, or B, Garfield's mouth is impervious to the pain of hot, hot boiling water. Well, do we know what kind of tea it is? I know, I know you, you said I, it looked I, like I, English breakfast. It's been breakfast. established canonically that it's English breakfast. Has it? I think so. I mean, it's a thing I said. You, it's not, not a thing I said. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. Are you, wait, are you, are you implying that it is matcha and therefore the, the water should be just below boiling, the boiling point? Well, it could be any. I don't think any tea you want it to actually be boil, boiling while See, you I did. This is it. where we. This is where we part views. Okay. This is where we part views. This is where we part. Views. I mean, this I would c- say. Okay. Go ahead. I would say a a black tea. Uh huh. You want the water to be just boiling. <laughs> like it's not boiling while you brew it, but like you you take it, you boil it on the kettle, pour it into the mug, put the tea bag in immediately. A green tea, a fresh green tea. You mm-hmm. want it to be, yeah, I don't know, five ten degrees below the boiling point. Um. So so the you retain the delicate flavor of the green yeah. tea. That's well, my view on, that's my view yeah, on and of, tea And of course, of course, if it were matcha, uh, John would have one of those whisks. Yeah, uh, he wouldn't he be using a bag at yeah. all. He'd have one of those yeah. whisks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I mean, glad we're in agreement about this. How do, how do we feel about the, the fact that John Arbuckle is using tea bags at all? Do we think he should, he should step it up and use like a, you know, loose leaf tea? Or are we okay with John using a teabag? I'm I am okay with John Arbuckle using a teabag. I'm fine uh-huh. with that. I'm fine. Yeah, I use teabags all the time, yeah. and I don't want to be accused of hypocrisy for criticizing John Arbuckle for doing so. Yeah, I'm not, let's not be elitist when it comes to you know. I mean, also 
we are in accord. Yeah. The other thing is like, I don't think we've ever, excuse me. I don't think we've ever seen John um, drinking tea before. Two points on that. It's always been coffee. Two points on that. Number one, you're excused. Number two, yeah, I agree with you. I I don't know if we've, I I mean, we've seen John just holding a mug where Mm -hmm. it's not explicitly stated what's in the mug. Plenty of times it could be tea. But yeah, I think it's basically always been coffee. Yeah, yeah. When it's been, yeah, yeah. When there's been an explicit uh, piece Mm -hmm. of evidence as to what, you know, which one it is, it's always been coffee. Mm. Yeah. So what do we think? Do, like, if you had to guess, would you guess that John brews his tea in lukewarm water or that Garfield is impervious to pain? Well, we know that Garfield is impervious to pain. He's a cartoon character. Oh, see, I was going to say the former. I mean, you know. I feel like Garfield has, has been, uh, he, he's, he's demonstrated feeling pain in the past. There's a third option here. I'd like to hear it. The other, the other possibility is that uh-huh. John brewed the water correctly and then just forgot about it. I uh, just left it unattended yeah. on the table for maybe, eh, maybe he got a phone call. You know, it's possible. It's of course, possible. It, if that were the case, I, I feel like he he wouldn't be so upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he wouldn't like he, be just standing there near the, <laughs> near the mug like, doing with, nothing with the tea bag already in hand. Like he was. <laughs> He was raring to go. He was. But he was looking the wrong way. Yeah. Why was he? He was standing there looking away from his mug of hot water, holding the tea bag near. near Perhaps he was the watching the morning news. It's possible. Oh, he might be watching um, the inauguration. Oh, is that today? I think so. It's very possible. Yeah. Um, so in panel three. I feel like we got sidetracked there from the actual punchline, such as it is. Yeah, yeah, In yeah, yeah. Three. This was this was the morning of Reagan's inauguration. Okay, let's yeah. def- let's put a pin in that. Okay, and come back. All right. In panel, it's three, morning in America. <laughs> okay. No, no, sorry. morning in America is. Uh, Thought, the yeah, I know, I know, I know. I think. Shut up. Okay. You shut up. Okay. Okay, we'll both shut up. <laughs> in panel three, Garfield has put the tea bag in his mouth. He's pursing his lips as if he's trying to whistle or kiss someone. And the string and the little tag are, are, you know, hanging down from his mouth. And his cheeks are full, I guess because they're meant to still be full of the water, like he's brewing the tea in his mouth. Mm -hmm. But it just just enhances the impression that he's trying to whistle. Mm. And John Arbuckle looks on and says, weird. So I think John Arbuckle does speak for us here. This is a weird sequence of events. John Arbuckle accurately describing the events. Reagan's first inaugural. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, uh, how do you think, do you think that today's strip is in any respect a commentary upon, or does it resonate with the events of the day that is Ronald Reagan being inaugurated as, I don't know, the 40th president or whatever. <laughs> Who's to say? Uh, f- yeah. Yeah. 40th. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm rapidly Googling Ronald Reagan breakfast uh-huh. <laughs> for anything relevant to say. To see if, if Ronald Reagan drank tea ever. Yeah. Uh, and I did hit upon this highly entertaining uh, blog article 
or whatever you blog post that's what you call it uh-huh. uh yep. it's an image gallery of u.s presidents with 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 breakfast or eating breakfast oh yeah there'll probably be a link to that in the show notes or yeah, not. probably not yeah it um, seems unlikely anyway there's a picture of ronald reagan what, here listener, you don't have google you don't have google listener ronald reagan eating on, a grapefruit yeah. oh boiled gra- oh broiled grapefruit Wait, broiled grapefruit? Is that a thing? Ronald, the caption says, Ronald Reagan having a breakfast of broiled grapefruit or possibly a small melon <laughs> in 1980 with Vice President George H.W. Bush. Wait, in 1980? He wasn't even president. In, yeah, uh, so this is really a misnomer. This should be presidential presidents and presidential candidates eating breakfast. Now, John... I'm going to I'm going to ask for clarification. Are you looking at the article All the President's Menus on www.theowl.com or are you looking at the article US Presidents Eating Breakfast at www.mrbreakfast.com? <laughs> the letter. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, the URL is probably the funniest part. Yeah, mrbreakfast.com. That's a great. It's a good, oh, it's yeah, a good this site. Is an excellent, excellent series of photos of presidents eating breakfast. There's also there's also one of Reagan uh, eating breakfast in the fifties with his real family. Uh huh. Um, Wait, his real family? <laughs> is the implication that he sometimes ate breakfast with his false family? <laughs> well, he was an actor, Chris. Right. So uh, I'm sure there's. Oh yeah, he probably. There's yeah, probably photographs no, of prob- him eating breakfast in in movies. Yeah, um, no, that's fair. Yeah. At the time, Ronald Reagan was an actor and the host of TV's General Electric Theater. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's a thing. That's the thing. He did host General Electric Theater. Um, John, I didn't know broiled grapefruit was a thing. No. But I'm looking at the recipe now, and I bet that's actually really great. I bet that's really good. Yeah? I want me some broiled grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah, I I like a... Um, I like a broiled or roasted fruit sometimes, like a grilled a grilled pineapple. That's delicious. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So I bet broiled grapefruit is excellent. Yeah, I kind of want to try that too. Yeah. Do you want to stop good. podcasting and, and go broil some fruit? I, th- I think we should do that, yes. <laughs> Thank you and good night. So, so no direct relation to Ronald Reagan in today's strip. I, th- I wonder if the sequence coming up starting tomorrow mm-hmm. is a uh, sly commentary on America under Ronald Reagan. But we'll get to that when we get to it. Okay. I'm eager to hear that. A little teaser there for you, for you, listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being Jim Davis gets political. Or doesn't. Yeah, probably doesn't. Um, okay. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis honking on Garfield. Audio version. You can support the show by leaving a review on iTunes or visiting the website beingjimdavis.com. You can follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis. You can follow me on Twitter at Taco. Chris is not on Twitter. No, but I strongly urge you to follow John on Twitter. Yeah. Or anyone else. Yeah, literally anyone else. Yeah. Thank you for Thank listening you and, good and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.